I'm Jason McMaster. Hey, this is Brandon Kikowski schnell And sorry. <laughs> and this is Sarah McMaster. And as always, we screwed up the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I feel right at home. Yes, Yay. yes. Uh, and my game of the week is not. Jeez. Uh, um, anything by Zynga. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Let's see. My yes. game of the week is not um, the Saints Row 3 DLC because it's terrible and I'm done playing it. Oh, very good. Yankee uh, Bowl. <laughs> Yankee Bowl, indeed. My game, uh, or I'm sorry, the game of the week that is... Uh, let me try that all over again. My game of the week isn't 50 Cent's Blood on the Sand. That's a good Oh, one. why not? That's an awesome game. Are you That's... kidding me? I, no, I, because... I'm dead serious. <laughs> bitch took my skull. I've un- exactly, already unlocked yes. all the passwords. Yeah. I love that game. That game is out of control. That, that is that is seriously like one of my favorite games, and I'm not I'm not kidding. Yeah, I mean, at one you can buy profanity. Exactly. And that and game. and Tony Yeo tells the enemies that he is going to kill their entire generation. He's not he's not like satisfied with simply killing them or their family. He wants, and now mind you, he's probably a member of that generation. He's ready to to wipe an entire generation of people, including himself. Off the Earth just for a skull. That's dedication. That's yeah, it that's, is. you can't you can't buy crews like that. That's that's G no. unit. Yeah, you know the G unit is very popular in the Middle East. I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get why he's doing a rap concert in like Baghdad. I, I I always liked how the enemies all they they all had the presence of mind to color code. So it's like, oh, okay, 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 rocket launcher guys, you all wear the red shirts today. No, 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 you, you <laughs> machine gun guys, you wear yellow today. Like that's, they called each other that morning, going, you know, it would be exactly really <laughs> if we had to fight Fifty Cent today. Most days. On a workplace, if you show, you'd be like, "Wow, this is really awkward." We wore the same uniform, but them, they're like, "Yes, okay." Heavy assault Finally. guys wore purple. We all got that memo. Beautiful, <laughs> love it. Yes, yeah. same. Perfect. Yeah, see, I know I don't see any problem with blood on the sand. However, it, it's fair to not choose it as your game of the week, I suppose. I guess uh, I, I already unlocked all the good cusses. Well, sure. <laughs> I, there is a certain amount well, of good once, cusses you can have. I mean. Once you hit the upper limit on profanity, really, what else is there? Exactly. And that exactly. came not a lot, really. <laughs> Certainly not gripping narrative. No. Right? no. Yeah, the sign rubs off a little bit at that point. Will Fiddy get his skull back? Oh my gosh, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Will anyone care? Uh, yeah. Um, so, I guess to listeners out there that are curious, Tom uh, has a cold or something, and he's <laughs> sick. So, now... I'm I'm making the air quotes that Tom enjoys though, because because what, the guest this week is my wife Sarah, uh, and she plays a whole lot of pinball in which Tom is involved, and um, he uh, he mysteriously got sick after being beaten at pinball by a girl over and over again right before the podcast. So. Hmm. So what you're saying is you think he might be a little bit afraid of me right I th- now? I think so. Oh my gosh! I, th- I think the fear is that's there. That's really, really tragic well, for a grown man. Well, <laughs> you afraid of little old me? I know it's awful. Poor <laughs> Tom. He's probably actually sick. Oh, get well He's soon, probably. Tom. Yes, Tom. Get well soon. Not. There's air quotes around that. <laughs> get quote unquote well. 
quote unquote soon. Quote unquote soon. Well, soon, you know. I don't know. It's yeah. very confusing, the whole air quote. There's some commas in there, I don't know. Uh, there's a semicolon. There's an air ellipse. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> no one knows. Um. Well, yeah, so uh, joining me this week, uh, as was said, uh, is my wife, Sarah, who uh, works with me at my software company. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, uh, what uh, what are some of your interests, Sarah? Uh, well, you see, I'm real into these things called video games. Really. Um, me, me too. And not much else. <laughs> so I'll have plenty to talk about today. Good. Now, um, let's see. Oh... As for, well, in a gaming sense, I, I grew up um, playing video games, and, and speaking of pinball, um, my father was an amazing pinball player, not just with regular pinball tables, like physical ones, but he was actually the best Atari pinball player anyone had ever seen around these parts. So I get it honest, um, and that's pretty much, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, that's your claim to fame, is the, uh, yeah. the pinball playing. Yeah. Uh, Atari, true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my, my mother once described my father as uh, the only person she ever saw break a sweat while playing a video game. So Until uh, she met me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that so, yeah. game, oh, tic-tac-toe. We go way back. Um, but yes, so uh, that's Sarah and my... Guest co-host this week is the lovely and uh, vivacious Brandon Kikasi Snell. That's me. And uh, Brandon is one of the bloggers at No High Scores and yep. co-host of Jumping the Shark for Game Shark and yep. uh, my uh, and one of my compatriots at Game Shark in the writing department. Yep. So, that's me. Yeah, that's yep. him. That's Hooray. me. Yeah. So uh, I, first of all, I got to give um a lot of thanks to the, the people at Quarter 3. They've always been very supportive of what we do at Jumping the Shark and then at No High Scores. And, of course, we appreciate all the good feedback and, and the, the, I'm not going to say, the constructive feedback. That oh, no. We, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> be the right way to say it. So, um, yeah. But, um, no, I mean, I, I yeah, like like Jason says, I, I, I write for those places. I, I'm not one of these guys who does freelance writing for a living. I, I have a day job in QA for a... Uh, uh, software company and um but yeah i mean i play a lot of games too you know uh, any cool software no yeah, well, it's, yeah never, I, it's never really it's never fun software. only the boring kind <laughs> yeah it's uh, <laughs> actually i work for xerox and uh i, uh-huh. do, mortgage, I do mortgage software so so uh it's it's cool in that uh you know it pays the bills and and uh and sure. we have a great team and that type of thing but uh yeah so um but yeah, I mean, I, I just I play a lot of games and I like to talk about games and just generally um, share all my stupid thoughts and then write dumb posts about how I have an Android that I send up to uh, watch TV with my wife so I can play more games. So yeah. Oh, you know, actually, uh, speaking of no high scores, you're on pace to hit a hundred thousand this year, right? Gamer score. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually yes. I will. I will get to that as for my game of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll get yes. to that later. Awesome! I'm excited. Yeah, about yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. So I, I guess also when I say I'm, I like games. I'm also a bit of an achievement. I don't know if horrors. <laughs> no. Politically, no horrors have standards. Uh, yeah, I am. An achievement, I'm an achievement hunter. How's that say? <laughs> that, that sounds better. Yeah, because like no, 
feel achievement like hog. Captain Achievement. <laughs> <laughs> Can people summon you with rings? Yes. Captain Achievement. <laughs> that's right, yeah. That's right. They just they have awesome. to sacrifice they sacrifice uh, a Duke controller from the original Xbox. <laughs> and I appear in a puff of smoke and I play Hannah Montana the movie for them and give them a quick Oh no. <laughs> or uh or the classic, the original um Godzilla by Peter Jackson. The <laughs> Basically, oh, yeah. easy to get thousand point Godzilla. That's right, yeah, King Kong. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Godzilla. Yeah, I'm awesome. Uh, King Kong. Uh, yeah, yeah. That game was. Uh, wasn't it something like a hundred points per, and there were ten, like one per chapter. Yeah, it was basically. Yeah, it just kind of went along. Yeah, and you as long as you finished the game, you got them all. That was in that in the early days when companies. Oh were, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I guess we'll do this because we kind of have to, but we have <laughs> no idea what we're doing with them. Oh yeah, like I went back uh, a few weeks ago just to look at the earliest titles, and some of them, yeah, the achievements are total jokes. Yeah. Just two or three. Just throwing those points out there all willy nilly. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then there's like Dark Souls, who does not throw them out there willy nilly. <laughs> no, no, Dark. Well, they want you to work for them. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> and just like everything else will. in Dark Souls, it's actually achievement <laughs> in Dark Souls where where somebody comes out of the game and stabs you in the eye. Yeah, that probably is. Yeah, it's just like uh, yeah. Uh, that oh, that was an achievement? I thought that was a fever dream. <laughs> okay. Same. I woke okay. up wearing a patch. It was cool. <laughs> that uh, game is wild. Well, all right. I guess we'll go ahead and head into our format. And this week we are trying something a touch different. We're going to uh, be choosing either a post or a news of the week, whichever uh, the person prefers. So, you know, I'll go ahead and go first to make everybody feel comfortable, because I'm very comforting. You are. I feel uh, comfortable. You're like a big blankie. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of am. I'm the, I'm the adult. A loving and giving caregiver. Uh, yeah. Um, my, uh, yeah. Oh, God. My, um... My news of the week is the marvelous post uh, from Nimblebit about Zynga ripping them off with their new release of Dream Heights, a copy of their Tiny Tower game, which is, of course, like a copy of Sim Tower, but whatever, (laughs) semantics. Um, And the, uh, the, have you guys seen this? Uh, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty amusing. Uh, It starts with Dear Zynga, all 2,789 of you. We noticed you were about to launch a new iPhone game called Dream Heights. Congratulations. We wanted to thank all you guys for being such big fans of our iPhone game of the year, Tiny Tower. Good luck with your game. We are looking forward to inspiring you with our future games. Sincerely, all three of us at Nimblebit. Oh, wow. 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 <laughs> yeah, um, the funny thing about this is, is like, yeah, of course, there is a whole lot of borrowing in the app market. Um, sure. You know, that's that's kind of the name of the game right now, because, like, you know, an Angry Birds comes out, there's going to be about 5,000 more Angry Birds. That's, uh, I mean, and not just a flock, I mean copies of Angry Birds. It's not going to be just a ton of Angry Birds. <laughs> a, a murder of Birds. <laughs> a murder of... Turn into Hitchcock Angry Birds. Yes. Yeah. That would be pretty rad. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, never mind. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the, so the game, uh, so, so this letter itself is a giant image, and in this image, Half, uh, one half is their game and one half is Zynga's game, and it's showing the uh, stark similarities. Um, at one point, they're, uh, they actually opened the binary up for uh, Dream Heights, which, by the way, if, if anybody uh, didn't know this, uh, it's really easy to open up 
game binaries uh, on your iPod, from your iPod. Anyway, uh, when they opened it up, the uh, game was uh, originally named Towerville, and its inhabitants were named Zitizens. Tiny towers are called Bitizens. So, yeah, if if that's not a little damning. Um, But Zynga makes a practice of this. I mean, that is totally their, uh, that's their culture. I mean, you know. Well, it's just like Gameloft. I mean, how many Gameloft games are just complete and total, uh, I guess the word would be, Yeah, exactly, (laughs) of of popular games. Well, that's the funny thing. It's like, Gameloft, I think, gets away with it easier because they're not, like directly ripping off something that they're sure. competing with directly. Right. So it's like if they were like if there was a Diablo on the iOS or whatever uh, or iOS, uh, yeah, I think they'd have more problems. And you know they do have a Grand Theft Auto now, and I'm pretty sure everybody would prefer to play Grand Theft Auto than their like Grand Theft Blotto or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, for, forty nine millimeter. I think that's it. No, nine millimeters is the Max Payne ripoff. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't remember something like gang war or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, but um, but yeah. So I mean, that's that's their whole deal. You know, they just uh, they're more of like a rip something off, litigate later kind of company. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's like a really weird business model. They're gonna, I mean, they're gonna fold. I mean, they'd have to eventually. Um, but uh, it's still kind of disgusting in the right in the time. Especially so many of these. Companies like they, you know, like the, the guy said, is that you know, there's three of us. You know, I mean, it, it, there's just so many of these, uh, like app and and Facebook game people that I mean, it's just three guys in a garage or two people or one person, you know, mm-hmm. that to then go and just take their stuff. Like, I mean, it, it just seems like you're just knocking a kid down and taking his lunch money at that point. Now, I mean, to be fair, of course, they. I have to mention that Zynga did try to purchase the company first. Oh well, that's how nice of them. <laughs> that, 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 that was mighty kind. Yeah, super kind of those guys to try. Right. Like, you know, I made an offer on the house and they wouldn't sell, so I burned it down. <laughs> that's fine, but I tried. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's just disgusting. Um, so yeah, um, that's me. Um, Sarah, would you would you like to go now? Oh sure, suggesting heavily. Okay. I don't have to roll like a die or anything? No. You don't have to ask your cat? Come on, man. All right, well, I have some some excellent news uh, for anybody who's a big fan of Minecraft or Legos or all of the above. And that is some news that came out yesterday. I got this from um, our friends at Game of Sutra uh, from an article by Mr. Tom Curtis, who says that um, Lego has now officially teamed up with Minecraft to make Minecraft building blocks... That is pretty awesome. Actually. So now we can all recreate our happy little forest uh, towers that we've built on our tabletops. Hooray! Yeah. It seem to see like if they actually sell that as like as like specific sets or if it's just themed blocks. Yeah, I wonder about that too. It'd be cool to see like a creeper set or like a mine set or something. Oh, yeah. build a giant creeper. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be and creepy. Creepers got a creep. <laughs> Right you play uh, you play Minecraft, Brandon? No, I don't. I, I oh. it's one of those things where I mean I've read enough about it to know sure, that if I yeah. get that like on the iPad that it's done. Like my my whole life will get sucked into it. So I've oh, kind yeah. of I've held back, but I mean I have followed it and and you know watched the videos. Of, you know people make you know Zelda Hyrule in in Minecraft and That's you know other exotic places like you know Poland and uh, you know whatever. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
It, I mean, it is Hyrule, amazing. Poland. <laughs> the great uh, fantasy kingdoms. That's right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, the Lego thing was is interesting just because, you know, just the fact that Lego does have this process, you know, by which, you know, creators can submit ideas and get stuff mm-hmm. done as official. I'm actually, I'm a huge, 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 huge Lego fan. Actually, Yay. I'm working on their, um, I got a set for Christmas, The, the it's like a 1963 VW camper bus. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and it's one of those things where, you know, as a kid, you're not like, sweet, an RV! You know? But, you know, <laughs> as an adult, you just, just... Uh, you love those damn RVs. Yeah, I do, you know. It, it's <laughs> the, the, just the, like, what goes into designing something like that, you know, as you're putting it together, just to see, you know, what the Lego engineers, how they they take this real-life thing, you know, and then turn mm-hmm. it into this model is just really cool. So I think it's great that they have a process that allows people to, you know, kind of take their own creations and then transform it into something um, Lego-ified. So I, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Legos, too. Like, uh, the big problem with Legos, though, is they're really freaking expensive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they yeah, are. Like, like when the Lord of the Rings sets come out, uh, you know, it's just like, okay, well, that, what's that going to run me? Like seven thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 for Aragorn's cod piece, the Lego. <laughs> that you, you I'll just, buy it. yeah, it's like yeah, you have a big Aragorn sword, and then you have the Aragorn cod piece hanging from it, That's as right. if it was you know in his room at night, <laughs> framed against wow. a fire. That's right. And, uh, yeah. It's just beautiful. It's like, you, you paint a hell of a picture there. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> it's a long day of fighting the uh, orcs. Uh, it seems like this wasn't the first time this occurred to you. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Um, every I'm, every man has his dreams of Aragorn and the fire. <laughs> <that sword>. yeah. <laughs> ah, yes. He saves me from the barrel lights. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. Now, uh, Lego, um, Lego Minecraft. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> really interested in seeing that. I, I hope they make uh, the super creepy monsters. What are those things called? The really long-legged ones that... Ah, oh, the Endermen. They're real freaking yes. creepy. <laughs> they make a super creepy sound when they just, like, appear in front is, of you. Is it scarier than the ghost, which is like, or something? I, I, I never really understood what? the ghost sound. It's like, Like, that doesn't oh, sound yeah. like a ghost to me. That sounds like a cat. The big phantomy things in the nether. Yeah, they, they make yeah. a really creepy, squeaking, creepy sound. Yeah, I can't really describe it. It sounds like a cat squeaky and squeaky. a squeaky door. Yep. Yeah. Just like me. Um, the pocket edition of Minecraft actually has sold 700,000 copies, which is I mean, it's crazy. Insane. And they're like, yeah, we're not indie anymore. I think once you get into the multi-million dollar mark, yeah, I think that's... No, yeah, yeah. you're not really indie, Mojang. You, you passed that like a while back. Right, several uh, million dollars ago, I'd say. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to what they do with like the pocket edition, because like right now it's just a builder. But I, hope they I was going to ask, they haven't added the survival mode to that yet, right? No, I think they're targeting a big update for February, but I'm not exactly oh. sure what's in it. Um, but uh, I hope to see that, because uh, it's really fascinating, but it's like uh, I, I like the survival mode more than the build mode. Um all right, so uh, Brandon, what do you have for us? Well, of course, I have to pimp my my homies at, at No High Scores. So um, <clears throat> Susan 
uh, Arendt, who is, uh, works at The Escapist, and she's working at Game Shark, and I always butcher her name, so I probably got that wrong. Uh, so she wrote a post um, today called uh, Tick Tock Goes the Clock, and it basically, um, it's a post where she's saying that, um, you know, she talks about kind of the, the upcoming um, Doctor Who action-adventure game, um, The Eternity Clock. Yeah. Um, and her take on it is basically, I'm I'm not I'm a huge Doctor Who fan, which if you know Susan, you know that she's a huge Doctor Who, Doctor yeah. Who fan. Um, and she's basically saying that she doesn't want to play this game, which I think any time kind of a licensed game comes down the pike, the people who are big fans of the property it's based on are, are you know there's some trepidation as to whether or not they would want to play it. But but her take as to why you know she doesn't want to play it, it, it in part is because well if the game sucks then that's going to suck, which I understand. But it's more that, um, in her mind, you know, because as a kid growing up and watching Doctor Who, and, and part of it was seeing, okay, well, how is he going to get out of this situation, and, and how is he going to fix things? That relationship that she has with the Doctor as a character changes when she is now the one controlling him and making him basically do the things, and having and you as the player are figuring out what to do, and then yeah. just kind of having the Doctor be a puppet, which is, um, I can honestly say I that that's not a view I think I've ever read before i mean i know that no, that's a different different view you know when when you play well when you play licensed games like i think of like you know arkham city and arkham asylum oh, what yeah. made those games so great was that you got to feel like batman at least for the the combat aspect and that's what that's what you were playing the game for is to take on a room of 20 guys and Absolutely. just walk away like it ain't no thing um you know, same thing with any of the, the superhero games or, you know, playing Spider-Man or, 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 you know, or even, you know, if you're playing like Skyrim, like knowing, hey, I just punched a dragon in the face. Like, I can do that. That is something that I can't do at home. So that kind of fantasy wish fulfillment thing. So so this was really interesting. But at the same time, I mean, I, I, I understand. It's just um, I've never really heard that opinion kind of expressed no, um, like that before. Um, and I, I mean, I've never, I can honestly say I've never, like, come across a licensed property where I've thought, well, like, I can, I've certainly come across licensed properties, like the, the upcoming Game of Thrones RPG. I mean, I, I have zero faith that it's actually going to be a Oh, product. yeah, no, no. It just seems like it's... That's going to suck, yeah. The, the time from when they announced it to when, or said they were working on it, to when it's going to be ready just seems too short. So, but at the same time, I'm not like, well, I don't want to play that because, you know, I really love the Lannisters and it would be kind of weird for me to, you know, <laughs> well, right, not push a 10-year-old out of building or whatever. You know? <laughs> That's, I, I love doing that, you know, and, and that was well before I was out of the Game of Thrones. Right. <laughs> you know, so... Yes, yes. Uh, I, I've never come across a licensed property where I, uh, you know, where and, and I love. I mean, I grew up reading Spider-Man, Batman. I mean, the comics. But I think I'm wondering if that's just a difference in the type of character that it is. Like when for kids, anyway, when you read superheroes, you're like, yes, I, I, that's what I want to be. I want to be, oh, yeah, and I want to be able to stand up to people like Spider-Man, that type of thing. Whereas. Um, you know, I remember as a kid watching Doctor Who and be like, what in God's name are these people wearing and why are they talking so funny? And good Lord, I am never, I don't know. Nope, I, uh, I, I couldn't do it either, man. I've never been a Who fan. I mean, Doctor Who, I love the Who. Uh, they're, yeah, they're fine. sure. That would have been a totally awesome show. Like Pete Townsend driver, <laughs> and he beat aliens with rock music. That would be badass. And he's hearing challenged. So. That's right. So he would be, yeah, he would be a, a role model to... 
to hearing challenge people everywhere. That would be great. I, agree. I think so. Lost yeah. a guitar over somebody's head. Right. Yeah. He could bring Perfect. Keith Moon back to life somehow. <laughs> Well, yes, he could go back in time. Yeah, he would just... Like, you know, that would be the worst part. That would be like the, the the Who, Doctor Who, would be... They would just go back to when they were super popular and stay there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd do. Perfect. I would just live during the time of the McRib. <laughs> Why not? Who wouldn't? The Shamrock Shake. Who wouldn't, given the choice? Mm-hmm. Who so, who wouldn't want a McDLT? Swimming in that sassy sauce. Why would you oh, not want that? It's super sassy sauce. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, I, I I kind of less understand the whole. Well, you know, if the property sucks, then you know that's going to change my relationship to it. Because I I mean, while I understand no one wants to see a property that they love like turn to shit through a game, but it's not like Doctor Who the show has gone anywhere at that point. I mean, you can still no. go back and watch those episodes and right. and um, you know still have that experience and, and the memories and and whatever. Um, so, I mean, most everything Watchmen sucks, but I still like the Watchmen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and like, uh, I I think it would be great if you could play Rorschach in a uh, actually good game or something. Yeah. You know, that'd be. I, but it, it would be kind of hard to do that one. Oh, no. Well, sure, sure. I mean, the the so much of that, so much of what the, made the series as good as it was was just oh, yeah. the, the vibe and the time frame and, and the politics and everything. And to do that in a video game where you know you get an achievement for you know whatever killing the guy in the prison or cutting his arms off, or whatever the hell he did, I don't remember, but that'd be weird. Oh yeah, he does a lot of horrible things. He does. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty awesome, but <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I agree. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. yeah. So so uh, so that's my that's my not news but my post post to the day. Yo, word. Uh, I can get where she's coming from with that though. With the whole you know, growing up with superheroes, you're like, oh, I love superheroes. I want to be like them. But I you know, I never really watched Doctor Who as a kid and said, I want to be like the Doctor. You love right. the Doctor because he comes in and saves the day. And I right, know. right. I, I don't care if the Doctor saves the day. Of course you don't. I've just right. made a bunch of people angry. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like when I'm reading the comments, and people are all like, they're getting in this comment about who is the best doctor. I'm like, nerds! I never no. that. <laughs> like, <laughs> apparently, there's one doctor. I forget his name. Everybody, he's universally loathed. I don't know what. Uh, I'm assuming the really? cast got fired. Yeah, I'll have to see. Um, if I can bring it up without... Uh, I mean, not that I give that much of a crap, because I'm totally not a Doctor Who fan, but uh, that's interesting, that there's a yeah. universally hated... You know, that one Doctor Who played that one dude on Heroes. That was yeah, my... Uh, good one, honey. Yes, that was my <laughs> contribution to that. Eccleston? I don't know. Eccleston? Maybe who knows? I don't know. He's this seems to be. People seem to like Dave, David Tennant seems to be the best doctor, really? except for the modern doctor, uh, which is Matt Smith, I guess. Huh. I'll be darned. Or yeah. Who knows? I don't know. It's you know. I, I just I just remember, I remember the internet peeing Robert pants. Smith. Yeah. I remember on, on Extras when Ricky Gervais got a, a guest shot on Doctor Who and he was in like the silly rubber costume and I was like, yep, that's what I remember about Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I alienated all of your listeners with my... Thank experience. God. That's what we wanted. That's why we bring Brandon in. He's the cleaner. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> 
All right, so uh, I guess we can uh, successfully move forward into our exciting Game of the Week category, of which I will call on Sarah. Oh, man, roll a die or something. I did. Throw some element of surprise into this. Surprise, it's your turn. Okay, fine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And with that, my Game of the Week is a lovely little gem called Din's Curse. Which I picked up because Jason was like, hey, check this out, it's a Diablo clone, and I'm a sucker for anything Diablo or Diablo clone. So Troy Goodfellow and Bill, uh, they both love that game. Oh, yeah. That game. It is a, it's darn good. It's pretty... I, uh, I, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm <laughs> trying not to interrupt. Um... I, I downloaded it and installed it and then spent probably 48 hours staring at it without blinking. <laughs> so that, that's kind of a testament to how much it sucks you in. It, it was kind of ludicrous. Uh, yeah, you... I, I think I only took like maybe hour-long breaks to sleep or something. Wow. It, was it, was, it, it was intense. Like, uh, I would come out of my office or wherever <laughs> and just be... I <laughs> like, baby, are you going to do anything today? Nope. <laughs> sure, uh-huh. looking at it. sure aren't. <laughs> You're looking at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. But no, it's a really it's a really great game. And what I love about it, um, what I love that it has to add to the Diablo clone experience is how there's such a sense of urgency to it. Uh, right. It's like you start off, you know, the, the god Din poofs up out of nowhere and he's like, oh, you were dead and I brought you back to life and here's how you're going to uh, redeem your worthless self. You're going to work for me and help people. So you're like, oh, cool. And At least you- he tells you his name was the god Din. You have no earthly idea. You're- <laughs> it's probably just some guy. It's some hobo. Check this out. You're going to work for me. Or I'm hey, gonna- fella. Or, or something. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. So he, he gives you this nice introduction, and then you know tells you you're worthless, and you need to you know atone for all your worthless life. Okay. And then you're you're in this little town, and um, you know you, there's a dungeon in the town, and it's it's like Diablo in that like Diablo one, where you know the dungeon was right there in the town. Right. Um, but you just go through, and you you know whoop on stuff, and it, the sense of urgency comes from. Um, there, there's actually kind of timing involved with these quests. Like, if you don't, if somebody says, hurry up and go do blah, 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 you know, go kill Mordok on level five, um, you better get your butt down there, or else, you know, that dude will rise up and come up and kill everybody in your town, and then you won't have yeah. people to sell your fabulous loot to. So, um, it, it's really, I, I like the dynamics of it. It's, it kept me glued for 48 hours. <laughs> it, it gives you this total feeling of like, oh god, I have to complete this. Right, uh, right. It's because if you balance. don't, like, yes, I mean, you're you can lose your vendors and you have to go on quests to get them back, or um, you know, you can just your town can be under attack, or like the mm-hmm. the boss can like move to another level and level up, and like while it, while you're not in the dungeon, you're um, all the monsters are still leveling up and wandering around. Right. They're fighting each other and yeah. gaining levels. Oh, okay. It's, it's re- yeah, it's a really cool system. Um, um, but yes, yeah, so once you and then yeah, you know, uh, once you beat the dungeon, which I was really fond of, you just go to another town. Uh, yeah, start, start the process. Over, so. Which uh, the my only beef with that whole thing is that it, it gets 
I don't know. It gets a little repetitive, even though all the uh, dungeons are randomly generated and they have different stuff in them and you're always getting bigger and better loot. It, it just kind of gets a little repetitive. And that's why I hit that 48-hour mark and was like, boom, I'm burned out. I, I just, right. you know. Well, that and it was like two straight days. Of- I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just existence. I'm not sure I could do anything for 48 hours straight and not be burning out. Yeah, I mean, there was a, I did heroin once 48 hours straight, and it was just, and that just burned me up for that. Yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, smoking, you know, you gotta, you know, sometimes they say, you know, do smoke a bunch of cigars and that'll kick the habit. You do heroin for 48 hours, I'm sure oh, you'll. Just do it. Oh, yeah, heroin that'll will kick the habit for you. I guarantee <laughs> <laughs> You won't have a heroin habit sick. after doing a ton of it. <laughs> But no, yeah, Den's Curse is really neat. Um, that guy, in fact, uh, has a new game coming out. He's actually uh, post on quarter to three as well. That guy, huh? Um, oh, God, what is the name of... Uh, it's Drox, I believe, is the name of his new game. Uh, we spoke about it like, briefly. A few uh, Drox Operative, uh, a few shows ago. Um, and uh, it looks pretty neat. It's... Uh, it, it strikes me as kind of a uh, you play as a as a captain of a ship and uh, your ship can change as you go and uh, everything this guy does has a lot of like interesting procedural stuff in it so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, awesome. Yeah, uh, there's, uh, yeah. There's you know hundreds of ships, all that kinds of stuff, and he does like a lot of co-op too, which I really like. Which ends curse of co-op, uh, though. Uh, as Tom and I uh, discussed, it's kind of like, uh, you know, just like a single-player game that some of your friends are also in, doing whatever the hell they want. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, it's that approach to co-op, which is not incredibly co-op, but still, understandable. Hey, that's my kind of co-op, because I'm not a co-op game kind of person. Uh, yeah, but if I can be playing a game with my friends and we're all like... That's one of the things that appealed to me about World of Warcraft is that I could be playing with my friends, but we could be on separate continents and stuff like that. So right. I kind of dig that idea. Yeah, friends just get in the way of true gaming. <laughs> true true drag. Uh, Lonely gaming in the dark. <laughs> They're such a drag, those friends. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I hate them! <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I, I understand. Uh, there's certain things I like to do. Like, I, yeah, I play uh, the older public way too much lately. And uh, while I have a bunch of friends that play it, I certainly don't want to group with them all the time. It's a huge pain in the ass. But, right. Uh, yeah, but yes. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Den's Curse is a very cool game. There's an expansion for it, too. Um, what was it mm-hmm. called? Demon it War? Is- it yes. actually adds a lot of cool stuff. Um as well, but uh, if you are looking or curious about Den's Curse, you can get it from www.soldak, which is s o l d a k dot com. Uh, Soldak Entertainment. He uh, sells a download on the site uh, for that. Depths of Peril and uh, information about his new game. But uh, and Kiwi's Underworld, which was the first game, which is like a hack and slash dungeon game. But, which uh, I plan on checking out because that sounds radical. Yeah, who doesn't like a good hack and slash? Oh yeah, I love hacking and slashing. That's why I have a barbarian in Den's Curse. His name is Herg Turgenferg. (laughs) Of course it is. Yep, this makes sense. Because he's a barbarian, you know. He's got. Or it's Herg Turgenferg. I mean, come on, that's that's like John. You know. But he hacks and he slashes, so it's cool. He's a Chicago Hergenfords. Turgen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> you, whatever. The Turgenfergs. Yes, the Turgenfergs. He's her son of Ferb and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> close. You're, you're close. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Actually, uh, I don't know why this made me think of this, but did you guys see the announcement from Paradox that they're doing kind of a dwarf fortress with graphics? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really interested in seeing that. That'll be pretty cool. Um, which Dwarf Fortress, for people that don't know, is a ASCII art, um, kind of like a a roguelike. Well, no, not even that. You like you you control a group of uh, dwarves uh, and control like a lot of. You have to build like a settlement and you know go mining, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, yeah. Um, I'm really uh, interested in seeing what that looks like because I'm a big fan of Paradox and uh, I, I like the idea of those Dwarf Fortress kind of games, but I do not like the fact that they look horrible. I'm a gra- I like I like graphics. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. And uh, yeah, I, I played the original Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy on a PC. Uh, that was a long time ago. So. <laughs> Text is dead. <laughs> it's, you know. You know. Yeah, you know. I guess. <clears throat> All right, so uh, you know what? I'll. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Since uh, since I don't want to talk about Star Wars again, because that's all I've been playing. I've I've been trying to branch out. I've I've uh, put on my pants and <laughs> wandered around the gaming market looking for something to play. Mm. Yeah, I know it's an exciting image. It's a good way to not get kicked out of the gaming market. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I think if, if that market is no, say Best no Buy, pants, no service. Yeah, exactly right. right. Yeah, Walmart <laughs> you could probably get away with that. Best Buy, right. I think. Weirdly enough, not at Steam though. Right? They seem <laughs> they seem to know somehow. <laughs> it's that webcam you have. It's forcing them to look at my crotch. <laughs> so. Uh, so I've uh, I've been trying a bunch of different games, and uh, one that I that I like so far uh, is uh, Anno Twenty Seventy. Oh, okay, yeah. Have you have you played that? No, but I read about it. Tom's I read all his game diaries. Oh, yes, yeah. he's uh, he's all about that game. Um, it does not sound exciting. Like in fact, the idea of uh, ecological strategy sounds horrifyingly bad. <laughs> but <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah, it really, uh, it really, uh, it, it's a lot more interesting than it sounds. Um, the game is, uh, it's interesting. It's based on a well. There was an earlier game, Dawn of Discovery, uh, that well, it was released as Dawn of Discovery here, I believe it was Anno uh, there, and uh, it's um, you control these these things called arcs. And an arc is like uh, it's a uh, kind of a floating uh, command center. Um, the polar ice caps are melting. The the water on Earth is rising, taking out beach property. Uh, you know, it just totally sucks if you own a condo mm. on the beach somewhere. Sure. And, um, and the world is trying to uh, hang on uh, to everything uh, they have, so they've gone to the oceans to. These floating fortresses or these floating command centers, and you are tasked with uh, different uh, goals. Like, uh, for instance, the first uh, mission is that you have to upgrade the turbine in this dam, 
And uh, though you don't really have a choice at this point, uh, later in the game you get to a point where you need to choose between like a certain industrial uh, power or like an uh, ecological power. So depending on what you choose, you're either going to get, you know, uh, fossil fuels or something more ecological, which is of course uh, more finicky or uh, more difficult to uh, upkeep. So, I mean, naturally, it's the old uh, choice between the two there. Um, but you control it from uh, an interesting standpoint. You build settlements, and then from those settlements, you you mine all of your different ingredients for whatever you're creating and um, manufacture them. And, for instance, in the first one, you have to... Um, you have to set up a production center for uh, the turbine itself. So you take your ship, you, you get materials, you go to this island nearby, and you build a harbor. And once you've built the harbor, you can build a town center. And from the town center, you can add houses. And then it, it becomes kind of a, a SimCity-ish kind of game. Uh, it's, a, it's totally like a, a city builder, but with an uh, ecological strategy side component. Um, but it's one of the things I think that really attracted me to it, being uh, a graphics horror, is that it's a very nice-looking game. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I remember seeing the shots in Tom's diary, and it's like, hey, wow, look, he's underwater. That's so pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that really makes me uh, want to play the game more. It's like, uh, you know, I, I turned it off after the first couple of hours, and I'm looking through some of the achievements and stuff, and it's like, you know, build your first underwater city and stuff. And I was like, well, that just sounds awesome. So I'm going to have to go do that. Um but the uh, this the strategy side of it is really uh really intense. It, it was almost kind of like getting hit with a, or just hitting a wall the first time I played it. Uh, I almost just kind of like quit at, at first. But I was like, no, I, I just paid money for this game. I'm going to learn how to play it. Right. I don't like it at that point. Fine. But I'm not going to. Right. Right. You got to give it a chance. Right. So uh, I sat down and I kind of went through it a little bit slower as I'm very impatient, like a giant man child. And <laughs> I, I was just toddling around with a hammer. And uh, I it's couldn't. True, uh, it really is. I do that sometimes. <laughs> I toddle through the halls of our house with a hammer. But, uh, no pants, but a hammer. <laughs> yes. The Steam store won't let me in, but by God, Walmart will. Uh, Please send help. Call <laughs> <laughs> the police. <laughs> It's called it's calls coming from inside your pants. Oh no! <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I sat down, uh, spent some time with it, and the actual in-game in-game help is uh, very in depth. Uh, it just requires reading, which you know I read at about a third grade level, so it took me some extra time. Um, I write at a fourth grade level, so that's why I get the big bugs. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Slightly above the average. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Brandon knows the big bucks joke. Uh, <laughs> do I ever? <laughs> uh, yeah. I got a down payment on a Heath bar. I'm uh, really looking forward to this month. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. It's woo. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, hey, big spender. <laughs> uh, Heath bar built for two. <laughs> so uh, after a bit of. Uh, of, of wading through uh, what they were asking and uh, being yelled at by my boss on the computer, um, I, I started to get the hang of it, and uh, it's it's really cool. I'm looking forward to spending more time with it, uh, as I say about every game I play and then don't play anymore. There you go. 
Yeah, see, you know, uh, except I didn't say that about Brink, and I did not want to play it anymore. So, sorry, Brink, you still suck. <laughs> I'm just still mad at Brink, because I talked about that damn game. Oh, oh Brink, don't ever change. Keep sucking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, man, this is awesome. I played it at E3, was so happy with it. Oh, I know. And then like, oh, my computer can't run it. Okay, I have a really nice computer. I'm going to kill you guys. <laughs> It's awful, and then when it did run it, the AI was so, so awful. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, Anno 2070, everybody, hey And also, the fun thing about Anno is it sounds vaguely dirty. <laughs> and I'm thinking that's probably why the original game was not named that. It was named Anno Discovery, that, and it's, you know, it's an Ubisoft game, or Ubisoft. Is it Ubi or Ubi? Uh, Does anyone actually know? I, uh... I don't think they know. Because I've heard yeah. them, I've heard them say it both ways. Yeah, I don't know. I always say Ubi because yeah, Ubi sounds weird. It does sound weird, and I don't think they would say that either because the U doesn't make a, a U sound in French, as far as I remember. I think yeah. they got yeah Ubi saw. So whatever, jerks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a of a great. You now what? Forget it. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> I like to I like to segue from myself into myself. I like it. Nonsense. That's that's how we run around here. That's why we have Tom Chick usually because it's just one giant segue. One did you just cool story, bro? Yourself? I he did. did. He did. Wow. I did. That's amazing. That's a, that's a podcast first. I just. Do you uh, get an achievement for that? Bloop. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you know they added achievement. To Microsoft uh, Visual Studio. Too. Yeah, I, I told my friend Hodge, I'm like, you need to code us a game that all it does is just generate points. That, yeah. <laughs> no, and like, I, I'll totally get that add on. Because, like, I like that also the achievements are for doing things that are, you probably shouldn't do. <laughs> so it's like, it's achievement. Loop, loop, it's memory like, leak. It's like some of them are like stuff that it's like, you know, 10 nested statements. It's like, that's awful. Why would you do an achievement? It's called that? like spaghetti code or something? Yeah, it's something ridiculous <laughs> like that. I could, I could actually. I should. Like you're getting fired achievement? That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is crap achievement. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, no, I thought that was uh, really funny. Uh, there's uh, there was an article about that on Microsoft's website. Um, yeah, here it is, uh, Channel Nine MSDN.com. They uh, let me see what some of their fun achievements are because these these are fun for everyone. Uh, I promise. No, they're not actually. Uh, like there's. Let's see. Equal opportunist. Uh, write a class with public, private, protected, and internal member members. It's all about scope. See, I mean, these are just bad ideas. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I totally yeah. know what that means. They have six categories of achievements, though. So they have customizing Visual Studio. Don't try this at home. Good oh. housekeeping, just for fun. Power coder and unleashing Visual Studio. Oh snap. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, gotta lock, be like the lock up the cat, Martha. We're coding tonight. Yeah, <laughs> look out! God, <laughs> Jesus. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, trust me, you don't want the cat getting involved with coding. That's right. That's uh, <laughs> be a hot mess. So yes, no. Speaking of achievements, uh, I believe uh, you owe me an achievement story, Mister. I do, Mister Kukowski. Now, yeah. So my um my game. 
of the week is is uh, get to a hundred thousand gamer score by mid year. So uh, for whatever reason, at the beginning of the year, I uh, kind of saw that I was at like eighty thousand, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna try to get to a hundred thousand because it just seems like that's just like rarefied air. Like that's just like. I most I think the average score for people is like thirteen thousand, twelve thousand. Microsoft said that last year. So I'm like, wow, if I can get a hundred thousand, like that'll put me kind of in a club. Now, granted, I work with a guy who's who's at like two hundred and twenty thousand, and I know that there's people. I think the highest one, he's like five hundred thousand, ridiculous. So, uh, so I know that I'm still. Who has five hundred thousand? It's not five hundred. It's four. It's three. Maybe it's three hundred thousand. Four hundred. Well, that's still a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's more than three hundred thousand. I know that much. Um, but but I, I know that this this will put me in a very small group of people that a very small subset of what I think is probably already a very small group. So so I, I thought okay there's a there's kind of a reason to go for it. So um, I've been playing a lot of licensed games um, like oh, what I saw today that mean. that uh, <laughs> yeah that THQ is exiting the licensed game build that's business. I'm like wait wait no. <laughs> Thousand point games gonna come from? Yeah, that, that's no joke. <laughs> so, uh, so like, like for example, like right now I'm playing TMNT, which is oh. you know the, the the turtles game from that shitty animated movie of the same name. Wowzers! And um, yeah, and it's just it's basically you know if you play all the way through, you'll you'll get all the points, and then but it's like I don't listen, I don't like pay attention to any of the stories because I don't care. I'm just buzzing through, so I I make up my own stories. Awesome. So for example. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. That was a story about a guy with a crippling food addiction who visits a psychotherapist and at night he enters his own dreams to defeat food's hold over him. And the way he does that is by going into his dreams, which is this giant, like hellscape of food and he and he gets attacked by gummy bears and ice cream snowmen and giant marshmallows and he slays them with gadgets he created thereby breaking the hold food has over him so he can resume a healthier life like that's the narrative i came up with in my head because i just hit a to skip all the scenes and then i'm fucking running around marshmallow village that's a lot classier than i would have gone i'm like slashing giant Jumping marshmallows and and huh? killing clams and what else? I mean, that's you know that, that makes zero sense. Yeah. So so I I played a bunch. Of, I played Fight Night Three, which was hilarious because the way that you you get the full points of that game is you turn off illegal blows, which you would think means you can't use them, but no, it means your opponents will not use them against you. Are you serious? Yeah. I reviewed and, that game and I actually kind and, of liked that game, but I was yeah. so mad. About some of the prison fights because they were stupid. <laughs> like, oh no, no, this is Fight Night Three. So this is oh. like, oh, this is oh, this is the I'm one that. Again, but that was the I reviewed that one too. Yeah. Fight Night Three was the one where they first did the big sweaty crazy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what you do is you you turn off the legal blows <laughs> and then you buy the elbow shot and the low blow and you basically nut punch your way to every championship fight. And it's hilarious because this is when <laughs> Fight Night Three is when they introduce that whole slow motion, like when yeah. you you hit the guy with the punch the that do, 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 do. and so to kind of come up with that uppercut, <laughs> Ash and prizes, and it goes slow motion, and he goes oh uh, uh, every time, and it's so juvenile and it's so immature. I would tell my wife, "Here it comes, watch, 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 watch," you know, and I would just laugh and laugh. And my kids are like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, 
Never mind. Don't, awesome don't, stuff. Don't do this. <laughs> don't do this in real life. Daddy's poning. Uh, uh, you know, it's a fun fact. That's the I think that's the only game I have all of the achievements for. That's like a real game. Well, it's 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 you know you could tell because it's it's back again at the beginning when game comes. Oh, yeah. You really didn't know, you know what to do. So there's like eight achievements, and it's basically like okay, you win this, win this belt, you get it with this belt. Do a Wednesday night fight, Friday night fight. You know, yeah. nowadays it'd be like oh, you made your boxer, bloop five points. You know, win your first fight, bloop ten points. Yeah. You know, and then it'd be something stupid like you know win a twelve round fight by decision. Uh, you know, or win win a twelve round fight by a TKO or, or whatever. Have the fight called in the sixth round. I mean, they'd have all this, yeah. you know, kind of frippery around Nick how to done. do it. Yeah. And and in this game, what's funny is like the last achievement. There's still a whole tier to fill up and another championship belt. But I'm like, whatever. Retire. <laughs> <laughs> Peace 30. out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Five hours punching Sugar Ray Leonard in the nuts. I'm done. <laughs> So, I think Sugar Ray was pretty happy. I was up for two. Ran, you're my bitch. You know. <laughs> but, Poor Sugar yeah. Ray. So, 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 just to give you an idea of what is upcoming for me, to give you an idea of what I'm doing. Uh, so, right now, I'm playing TMNT. In my queue is um, Night at the Museum, Battle for the Smithsonian. Huh. Uh, bat, let's see, um, Backyard Football, Rookie Rush. Wow. Uh, Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs. I have Up that I haven't and I haven't I haven't played Up yet. I have borrowed that from a friend of mine. And today I was actually like debating whether to rent uh, the Hannah Montana movie game, but then I'm like, you know what? I may not have a lot of pride, but I kind of yeah. think I have more than this. You got to draw the line somewhere, man. That's- oh. <laughs> well, because wow. that game you need four controllers, so I'm just seeing myself sitting on the in my in my basement. Surrounded by all my rock band instruments that have been turned on solely so I can get full points in Hannah Montana game, and I go, ah, I gotta think that's rock bottom. I just, I, <laughs> that's the wake up call that feel, you know. They <laughs> Did you uh, get? That's when you drop the controller. And, what have I done? Exactly right. <laughs> Did you get Duke's achievements? I didn't play Duke. No. Good. Good. Mm. Yeah. Good. <laughs> no, that's, that's on that rock one. bottom. No, I did play. I did play Truth and Lies though, which is this terrible, uh, quotey finger voice recognition game okay. um, that THQ published. Where basically it's a party game. You're supposed to like record you saying answering truthfully to statements, and then record yourself lying to statements. And then the amazing software uh, algorithm determines whether you're telling the truth or lying. And then they ask you questions, and and you're and it, and then you get good points if you tell the truth, and bad points if you lie. And it's supposed to be amazing. But just to give you how t- an idea of how terrible this game's recognition is, is that when I finally got the achievement for getting three lies in a row, what I had to do was record myself saying, hello, like that is truth. And then a lie was I had to take the microphone and rattle it around inside the cup holder in my chair. And that only way. And I had like my daughter's um, Disney princess keyboard because I thought if I record a tone on this key, which is like, it's not human produced. It's produced by a machine, which means it's consistent and reliable. And I record that tone for a lie, and this tone, which is at the opposite end of the scale for the truth, then that's just a binary choice for the software, right? It hears that tone, it knows it's sure. a lie. No, no. It was just like, you know. He got pissed. <laughs> that's the truth. And I'm like, no! <laughs> that's totally a lie. 
right. Like it, it just. I think what it is is the game just like want, really wants to see the best in everyone, so it just automatically assumes you're always telling the truth. So like, if you're the type oh, of person sweet. who wants to like convince your spouse that you're telling the truth when you're in fact lying all the time, just play this game. And when they're like, you know. When you answer like, uh, no, and it's like, that's the truth. You can be like, see, baby, I told you I didn't see the decision. You know? This the game told you. It's it's cheaper than a lie detector test. <laughs> Look, this is science at work here, lady. <laughs> it's just awful. It's just awful. And I just, wow. I just, you know, there were people that had to test it who, you know, they logged an issue was like, you know, this guy came into work with his daughter's Disney princess keyboard and is like, Look. <laughs> doesn't work. They're like, ship it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta sell these things. That's right. <laughs> you got all thousand points. So. Oh my god. Uh-huh. So so, what's the worst one? Is that it? You think that uh, you've the done? Worst one I've played. Period. Or, or yeah, for for the achievements. You think that you've just mined for achievements? Oh, I don't know. That's hard to say. In terms of quality. I've been pretty lucky. I, I, I stay away from the real stinkers. I mean, obviously, there's ones that are boring. I'd say Truth and Lies was probably was probably pretty close, just because it was because only because it didn't do what it was specifically designed to do. Like, that was the only purpose. Its sole purpose was to tell you when you're lying or telling the truth using data that you provide, and it couldn't even do that. You know, I do have an extra copy of U Star on MTV. I can send you. Oh God, you! I played U Star for the PS3. I hated that was. U Star for the MTV is different. No, oh, oh really. I'm oh. sure. The yeah, software no. is cooler on it, but it's like so um, awful. If you like Snooky, this is <laughs> the game for you. Or if you like singing like 14 cents of in uh, 14 cents, 14 seconds of In the Club by 30 Cent. Oh, and who wouldn't? Well, who wouldn't is correct. And uh, you get to, like, I guess, fake hang upside down or stuff. I don't even really know. Oh, yeah, because at the beginning of that video, yeah, yeah he's mm-hmm. upside down. Yeah, because he's uh, being created in a lab by Dr. Dre and Eminem. Right, which to me just makes sense. Which Sure, yeah. But really, after that album, where did he go? Well, the second, yeah, that, you know where you know where he went? Uh, he sold his stake he, he, in Vitawater, and he became a hundred millionaire. That's where he went. No, well, he doesn't really have to care anymore. Yeah, uh, but no, that that album was good. The one after it was good. The one after it, not so much. And then yeah. it just kind of went. And then and then that brings us to Blood on the Sand, which we loops us right back circle. around. To- <laughs> full <laughs> circle. I love it. Oh, you know, uh, speaking of achievement hunting, like there was a, if I remember correctly, isn't one of the announcements about the new Xbox that it might uh, have anti-used uh, game? Yeah, I. I doubt it, honestly. Uh, so do I. Unless so do they want to go to the problem through the issue of like putting serials in there and then dealing with it, like the serial registration thing. Uh, it's not, you know. I, and then the rental market, you know, that's actually a really big part of it too. So yeah. I right. I don't know. They, and I thought I thought they said that the PS3 was going to do the same thing, and you know, obviously that never. They said a lot of awesome shit about the PS3. Oh yeah, correctly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Your cancer. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite things in the world is PS3 quotes from uh, who was that? Was that wasn't it was it was Kudaragi, right? Oh, when he said you'd get an extra, it was so good you'd get an extra job to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. 
in today's economy, that's going to be a much harder sell. I'm not sure. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> that was such a fantastic statement. It's like, no, we have never once said this was a game system. <laughs> that's yeah. a great one. Yeah, that's we just... like to call it an entertainment overlord. Yeah, like, we want people to want to work longer hours to. Yeah, that, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, and I remember like it was followed like that followed a quote that was something along the lines of like, "Oh, it's not going to be cheap." I mean, that was roughly. It's like, "Oh no, no, <laughs> you fools!" Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So hilarious. Start selling your children now. Yeah, I mean, and then of course you know how that worked out for him so far. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, greatly uh, reduced sales. Uh, yeah, and of course the PS2 beating the PS3 and last month in sales. Uh, yeah, so I don't place a lot of stock in the Xbox thing because you're right, the rental market's a big market, and I mean, we think GameStop's gonna. You know, how how you think they're gonna? You know, GameStop, uh, Best Buy, Target. What I mean. They yeah. all have used games. And, That's true. Yeah, Best and, Buy is certainly pushing that now, though. Like, I like the quality, like the actual cleanliness of Best Buy's games as compared to, like, GameStop's. I threw this under my car tire before I yeah. got to you policy. But, like, uh, they're really expensive. I mean, I don't know what it is about used games where people think they can just charge, like, a buck less and it's just going to blow everybody's mind. But they, they kind of need to come off of that. Some. Well, I think what it is is I think they, you know, they typically get people who don't buy games. So, so you know, oh, they mom get comes in and she wants to buy Timmy a game, and they say, "Well, do you want to save five dollars? You can get it used." And she's like, "Well, why wouldn't I?" And she doesn't know the economics behind it, or you know what that means to her. It's just saving five bucks. So that's something she was going to get anyway. So you might as well. Right, right. It doesn't matter because you know the Nintendo tapes don't have on. Uh... Right. Oh, man, I love that. <clears throat> All the Nintendo tapes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that was just something that uh, way too many parents I knew called Nintendo cartridges or tapes. Tapes, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, right. funny when my when my sister comes to visit. You know, I, I typically will. Uh, you know, I always play video games, and, she, and even if I have visiting, and they know by now. <laughs> me yeah, too. Okay, well, he's gonna go downstairs to play whatever. And and whenever I come back up, she always says the same thing. Did you did you did you did you win your game? And it's like, how do you explain? Well, okay, well, yeah. I turned in this quest. I'm trying to become leader of the thieves guild, and I didn't quite get there yet. And I'm trying to get the Mesa Moloch ball, but I gotta find this priest and sacrifice. You know, you can't really. Uh, uh, yes, I did. Yes, I won. I won. Yeah. A winner. That's is... That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> She's so earnest. She says, "Did you win?" You know, like it really. And I'm like, "Yes, I, I, I always win. I'm a winner." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is so precious. Uh, and uh, you know what, folks? I think that brings us to uh, the end of our show for this week. I'd like to thank our guest, the lovely Sarah McMaster. And Why, thank you. And the... Uh, less lovely. The less lovely Brandon. Oh, he's, Brandon's plenty lovely. He's <laughs> in, his, uh, in my own way. Yes. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. it was oh, yeah. I no, had, had a blast. It was Yay. a good time. We'll have to get together at BlizzCon 2012. Oh, snap. Ah, ah, no, I'll probably see you at E3. Ouch. <laughs> get your TARDIS out, people. You need to jump ahead. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week.
Happy. It must be happy in his world.